Yes, hello, this is Kenneth Anderson's podcast, and it's the 26th of November 2021. The time is 2015, and it is Friday. Now, what are we going to talk about today? What are the topics of this podcast? What is the purpose of this hour or so that we are going to have today? Well, of course, uh, love and compassion and kindness is, of course, at the highest priority. It has to be, because that is what makes us human. So regardless of what is happening in society, regardless of, um, you could say, the, the, the current system of things, the the government that tries as good as they can to grab as much of people's freedoms as possible and try to divide people uh, into hating each other, into hating a certain uh, kind of group in society, uh, creating hatred. But they can only create hatred if we allow them to do so. So let's let's not allow them to do this. Let's say no to it. Let's say no to this scam. And what I mean by scam is, of course, we human beings, we have allowed our mind to be occupied with the screen that you are currently watching, or if you are listening to my podcast, listening to this uh, notion that we human beings, we have gotten closer to each other uh, by this screen is really not true. We have gotten further away from each other because if we put a screen in front of each other, uh, then we are not uh, close to each other anymore. But we want to be close to each other. We want to feel love and kindness. We want to be uh, or feel part of humanity. So the screen has actually made us take a step back uh, from humanity. We have disregarded our humanity in return for what the screen is providing us with, uh, which is the way that we should think about reality meaning that um, it, the television or the internet tells us what we should believe in, what we should talk about. Basically, they have taken over our thoughts. The ability to say no has been taken away from us. And what I mean by that is, once uh, people uh, in vast majorities on the planet is talking about the same thing, acting the same way, and basically um, discussing or um, taking part of it, uh, this discussion in a way that pushes them in a certain direction, then that means that the vast majority of people around the world tends to trust the government and trust whatever the government provides us with through the mainstream media. And of course, I know it's a 
big fat lie. I know it's uh, manipulating our mind, but a lot of people do not uh, do this uh, by asking themselves a certain amount of questions every day about the nature of reality or the reality that they are served. Because we are told what to believe. We are told uh, what should we talk about today, what is the news of the day. And of course, it has a lot to do with this disease, of course. And a lot of people, but not the vast majority of people, unfortunately, has woken up to the notion that perhaps this is not... um, beneficial for us humans when we tend to go down this path, uh, down the road that uh, society or our government wants us to go. Because trusting in government has left us with us in a society that is basically uh, shunning each other and taking the emotional root of, you could call it, of bad human personality traits, meaning that we only see bad human personality traits, so we believe that these are the only personality traits that we as humans can have and can build up in us. So it has to do with hatred, it has to do with fear, it has to do with keeping a distance from each other. And this uh, distance from each other, you can and I can feel it in society. When we walk out in society, we we can, I believe, feel this uh, pushing away from other people. And that is unfortunate because that also means that we as humans push away a little bit also. And this is something that we need to work on. We need to keep our mindset away from whatever can affect us in this direction, in this bad direction. We have to truly analyze ourselves, asking ourselves some questions, questions like, how come I feel sad and lonely? How come I, as a human, feel isolated and alone? Well, of course, you could say it's the fault of the world. It is not me that is to blame, but that is not really getting to the bottom of it. Because it is up to us as humans to take our freedom back to ourselves. We decide what we put through our eyes and ears. And in that process, we are also going to be very selective of what we put through our eyes and ears. Because now, I have just explained to you, what you put through your eyes and ears greatly affect your mood, greatly affect your outlook on the world. And if you just simply say yes to anything that comes from... Uh, other people that you do not really know, but you trust them anyway to tell you the truth and the whole truth and nothing but the truth, well then, you take on their belief systems, of course. 
And the belief system is, of course, that uh, climate change is real, that this uh, disease is real, and it is very serious, of course. Now there is a new variant coming from Africa. You have probably heard about it. But then you see an interview <laughs> from a doctor down there says, it's no big deal, really. I do not really know why you want to fear monger. But of course, I am a human being that has taken a step back from the fear-mongering. So now I know why the fear-mongering is being implemented in the Western world. Because they want to not only isolate each other uh, from each, uh, from each other, uh, they want to basically make other people hate uh, the unvaccinated. And of course, they have been successful so far. So why not go all the way, so to speak? When people do not really know that they are being manipulated with, well, then it is head-on, of course, uh, by the manipulators. Because they want to manipulate us uh, to a point that we say uh, to the unvaccinated, we do not really need you in society. You are not worthy to be in society anymore. Let's uh, get rid of you. Let's put you into camps. Uh, let's put you away. So, so hatred can actually not be beneficial. Fear of other people uh, and what they might carry around can push people in a mindset that the government wants us to be in of being fearful of each other but also being fearful of the government. Uh, that is also their purpose, of course, because a fearful uh, civil population is the best thing that can ever happen to a government. So we have to realize the danger that we are in. We have all been in this danger uh, since childbirth, of course, but not a lot of people know what the danger that lies ahead might lead us to. Because let's imagine that there are camps in Denmark and let's imagine that the hatred towards the unvaccinated is so uh, big that uh, the uh, other part of the society, other part of the population says that it's okay, let's get rid of them. So now we come into these camps. Now you could say to yourself, well, what's the next step? Because the government is not going to simply just let go of the power they have over the civil population. So the next step is, of course, to uh, ridicule and um, get people to the mindset of the people who have only gotten one jab or two jab is also part of the problem. Let's get rid of them also. Let's put them away in camps and so forth and so on until uh, the government has so much power over the population in this country that they are so fearful of stepping out of bounds, saying no to their government because they know if they say no, well, they get into the camps. So we should be aware of the fact that uh, that if we want these camps to be there, there is a probability that we are also going to be in these camps in the future. 
So if we do not really talk about these topics that lies ahead, well, we are going to face some serious problems in the future. But we also we also have to get away from the mindset that they want us to be in. It's because I do not want to hate any human being on the planet. That is not my purpose on this planet. My purpose is to show love and kindness to myself and to others, have uplifting thoughts about beautiful human beings that wants to show love and kindness and wants to be part of society that shows love and kindness to each other, that has uplifting thoughts about each other. But that is not going to happen if people keep on looking and rummaging through the garbage can that they have been rummaging through all their lives. And of course, I can only define my own garbage can, which persists of violent video games, violent movies, movies who portray people's bad behaviors, something that we can allow ourselves to be entertained by, the social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and also the mass media, uh, the state-run mass media that constantly tells you what to fear and tells you the solutions to your fears. This is part of the garbage can. This is part of what is the problem in this world as we know it. And coming to the grips with the fact that this is perhaps even 99% of what we occupy our mind with, it can be a tough one to swallow. It can be inconvenient, of course, because that means that I have to go against the grain. I have to go against society. I have to go against what 99% of the civil population believe in. In order for me to get my mindset out of this garbage can, so that I do not um, think badly about my fellow human beings, so that I do not get over into a mindset of hatred towards other human beings. And this is, of course, one of the biggest concerns that I have. Can I keep this up uh, as we progress in this? evil uh, occupation of our country, can I really uh, push back against this? Can I still be a loving and caring and kind human being regardless of the humans that I meet, regardless of how their belief system uh, wants me to conform to their belief system? So this is the problem, of course, because we human beings, we have learned from an early age that whatever is in society or whatever the opinion of society is, we need to take it also so that we have the same opinion. And this is, of course, uh, very dangerous. But it is what uh, people are learning in schools, in the younger schools, also in the universities and in the higher educations, they are all learning the same thing. They're reading from the same manuscript. So, of course, <laughs> the result is going to be the same. It should not be surprising to us uh, that if you talk about climate change, if you talk about uh, equal rights, no, not equal rights, but... Um, 
equal opportunities among genders, and you want to quota this agenda, uh, it's not going to be beneficial for society. Splitting up of the family, making women feel independent so that they make their own money and eventually they grow up uh, dying with a cat or a dog because they cannot find a husband because they have developed uh, masculine traits in them that uh, men does not find attractive. So you see that there is a lot of problems uh, with these things occurring in society. Of course, I also talked about uh, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, but also TikTok, that is also destroying people's minds because the little endorphins that they get from these two-second or five-second clips, it makes people anxious or makes people want more and more and more. They do not really want to participate in society anymore. They simply just want to participate in their uh, cell phone. So this is also a problem with society, that people have been addicting, addicted to these phones for, for many, many years, and now we see the problem with it. Now the problem uh, occurs with it. A lot of people are diagnosed with a lot of different illnesses, ADHD, Uh, what you call it when they are anxious. I do not really, I cannot really remember. But it really means that people have occupied their mind so much so with these little uh, endorphin shots from the screen, from their uh, tablets, uh, from their smartphones, that they really cannot get out of this addiction. And the addiction has also hyper, hyper, their brain up so much so that they cannot really relax. They cannot really get into their own core or center as we can as human beings. When we start meditating, when we get away from the garbage, from the garbage can, then we can start focusing on what really matters in life. Find the beauty in life. This was a rainy day when I took this picture, but I could get a lot of it a lot of things out from this picture of nature because it is so much better for my eyes to watch this picture than watching a tiktoker uh, look idiotic or listening to uh, climate change either deniers or climate believers or whatever uh, because it is not going to create a feeling of humanity and dignity and uh, connectiveness to each other. Because if we analyze what we occupy our mind with, a lot of people will actually come to the conclusion that this is not bringing me closer to myself, uh, closer to my own loving-kindness, and not even closer to other people's loving-kindness. Because if I go out into society and I meet a lot of people, I can say that the vast majority of people show me love and kindness. So that means that this has to be at the core of us humans. But I also experience a lot of people 
refusing to speak to me or simply just ignoring me, meaning that they would rather have a close friendship with their phone, with their smartphone, because that is basically their close friend for a lot of people, of course. So in order for me to snap out of it, I also have to be aware of the fact that I should not also be a consumer of this uh, smartphone. Yes, I use it, and of course, I can also get lost in it. I'm not <laughs> putting myself on a pedestal here, but I know the dangers that lies ahead when I use this uh, uh, this uh, smartphone. I know that it is listening into my conversations. Uh, the microphone is always on, uh, and I also know that I am basically feeding uh, this virtual reality AI uh, in such a way that it basically knows my every movement that I make on the uh, planet, basically uh, by my GPS, of course, but also by the way I interact with the Internet. Because the way I interact with the Internet tells this... Uh, hyper-intelligent machine, what I want next, what might the probability be that I want this or I need this or this is the next video for me because I have just talked about this one for my for, for a while now uh, with my younger brother. Uh, and of course, when I know that it's listening in, and I can see it in the advertisement when I go on Facebook, well, then I know for a fact that it is not beneficial for me, that my cell phone is not my best friend. On the contrary, it's actually, or I can actually see it as my enemy, because it's not going to benefit me in the end, because it is only made for the government around the world to control every human being on the planet. Um, so this is the future. The more we emerge ourselves into this technology and say yes to any app that the government wants us to have, the more we acquiesce, the more we are going to go deeper into the matrix and eventually we are going to become so lost that we cannot really find a way back to ourselves, to our inner core, which is love and kindness. And that's where I come into the picture because I come and say to you that you need to snap out of it. You need to be very analytic of what you spend your time on. And also the most profound advice that I can give you is the ability to say no, which can be difficult even for me so we have to be aware of the fact that we can take the power back to ourselves by simply just saying no to anything uh, that we see that can hurt us emotionally or even physically in the future so be aware of your surroundings being aware of the danger that we are in, but also being aware of the fact that we can take our mind back to ourselves 
so it becomes a more beautiful, wholesome and uplifting uh, mind so that we think positively about ourselves and others. That we have uplifting thoughts about each other. That we think in a positive way about each other. Because thinking or getting your mindset into a more loving and caring and kind mindset, that is what is going to benefit yourself. It's going to um, it's going to make your moods even higher. You are going to receive from the universe and even from Jehovah God, the Almighty One, His Holy Spirit. And He's going to guide you in a direction that that can show you even more loving kindness in the world. Because now we have stepped away from the garbage from the garbage can. Now we have an opportunity to say to ourselves, now I want to look at beauty in life. Now I want to experience the beauty of being alive, being interactive with myself and other human beings, and being very aware of my inner thoughts and feelings, and working in a positive way uh, to get rid of any bad and ill thoughts that I had uh, or have about myself and others, and replacing it with a more profound and uplifting spirit and mindset. So this was the first 25 minutes. Now I'm going to take a five-minute break, and I'm going to come back again. Yes, and I'm back again. Now we are going to be talking a little bit about the substance of life. What is the essence of life? What is really the main thing that we should concentrate on in order for us to not only become happy, but also maintain our happiness? Because happiness is a fleeting thing. It comes and goes in waves. One day we are happy and the next day we are not so happy. So is there anything that we can do to basically um, get our mindsets in a direction that will always make us happy? That's a big question, of course. And of course, to answer this, we have to go a little bit deeper in our own psyche. We need to, when we meditate, really focus on who we are as humans and what we can do to benefit um, the current situation that we are living in. Meaning that if we have an opportunity to get rid of the garbage from the garbage can um, and we can see that it's going to benefit our lives, then we should do this. And of course, this is not the only way, but it is one of the main reasons that can hinder our happiness. So let's just imagine that we got rid of this. Now we are left with a decision-making. We can decide what we want to do with our lives, meaning that when we meditate, we can get into a deeper state of awareness. 
And this deeper state of awareness where we get in contact with love and kindness, that is also where our happiness lies. Because uh, happiness, yes, you can say it comes from the outside when we meet uh, other like-minded people, but it has to come from within first. We need to work within ourselves first so that we get in contact with our own happiness so that we can show happiness to other human beings. So so this uh, happiness concept, well, a lot of people have uh, tried to explain this. For example, the Dalai Lama and also a lot of other people up until history has tried to explain what makes a person truly happy, filled with joy and happiness, so to speak. Well, of course, you could say that if you uh, are a man and you are in love with a woman, that can make you happy, and that is true, of course. Uh, children, if you have your own children, it, they can also make you happy. A little puppy or a little kitten can also make you happy. So, yes, it is true that uh, something from outside yourself can make you happy. It can provide you with a joy or a sensation inside. And, of course, it can also, if you are uh, feeling sad, uh, it can provide you with like a boost in you so that you do not feel as sad as you did before. So outside can actually also influence us in a positive way. So this is also something that we have to take into consideration when we search for our own happiness. It can come from outside, but it can also come from inside. But I will highly suggest that when we work our way through our traumas of our a lifetime from childhood onto adolescence and also onto adulthood, we can, when it's under the meditation, or if you want, you can also go to counseling or therapy. It can help you or provide you with tools that can steer your emotions in the right direction. Because we, as I said, it is very it is not linear, our feeling of happiness. But what can we do to hinder it to basically go down such a sleep slope that we cannot really get out of the slope again? Well, that is, because, that is why we, we as humans have to constantly focus on our happiness and joy. Because if we get used to feeling joyful and happiness, then it is much more difficult uh, for bad human emotions to get the better of us. We have something to withstand this. Uh, because life gives us bumps and life gives us lemons, you could say. Uh, and of course, it is these uh, ups and downs uh, especially the downs, that can teach us something about our inner core. Have we really worked very hard for our own happiness? Because you could say that 
yeah, I'm not feeling very happy today because sorts and sorts and so forth and so so forth has happening my life happened in my life. So I cannot really get out of this slope. Maybe your boyfriend or girlfriend has has left you, or anything other traumatic has happened in your life, and it's very difficult to get out of these um, bad emotions or hurt emotions, you could say. And that is, of course, true. Of, uh, but we have to remember that we as human beings, we have the strength within ourselves uh, to pull our attention away from these bad emotions. The first thing to do is, of course, to accept the situation. And this can be very difficult. It can maybe even take years to accept the circumstances that you are under. If you have love, if you have lost a loved one, yes, you have to accept this, because it can be very hard to lose someone you love, of course. But you and that person here and I and I, I, me included, we all get a resurrection from Jehovah God, so we do not really have to worry about that so much. But uh, people who do not realize this, of course, uh, can tend to wallow in their sorrows. And of course, it can be beneficial to beneficial for us to uh, to have uh, sorrow, um, but it should not uh, consume us. It should not take several months or years to get over. So we have to have a grieving period for loved ones when they die, but we also have to accept the situation. And we can actually start preparing us right here, right now. When we meditate, we do not really want to meditate on losing our loved ones, <laughs> losing our parents, for example. Uh, that is not so pleasant to meditate about. But we know deep inside that, yes, we are going to lose someone in the future, uh, and they are also going to lose us to death in the future. So we can actually mentally start preparing us for this, uh, because it can be a tough impact if we do not prepare our mind for the death of loved ones. Yes, it can be counterintuitive or sounds a bit, what, what has that to do with happiness? <laughs> but it actually has something to do with happiness. Because the faster we get over the loss of a loved one, and of course we do not fully get over it, but the faster that we get over the first emotional impact, so to speak, uh, the better it is for us. I'm not saying we should be emotionally cold, of course, but we should be able to pull ourselves or our mind out of this uh, out of this ditch, because uh, otherwise we can actually neglect ourselves, meaning that we can actually never ever get out of it out of this sorrow. 
it can also it can also be like uh, for example if you lose a pet or if you lose a lover or if you um, get out of a relationship it can be very traumatic and hurtful of course so you have to take into consideration that life is filled with emotions good and bad and when we accept the fact that we are going to have bad emotions uh, hurt emotions then we can start more quickly to work our way out of it and when we work our way out of it i can guarantee you that you eventually are going to have a much more easy time the next time you have something traumatic happening in your life because we human beings we tend to wallow in sorrow it is in all the movies it is in uh, almost all the books we have to have life and death we have to have happiness and sorrow and of course this is uh, true for this life but we have to realize that it is much better for us to preserve our happiness as much as humanly possible and focus on it and concentrate on it for as long as humanly possible making it the main dish or the main course in our life so that when we have these uh, glimpses of sorrow we do not wallow in them we do not stay in this emotion you could say if you are um, one of the more emotional persons if you like emotional films especially about sorrow or losing a loved one then if it happens to you the problem could be that you exactly want to wallow in this because you are or you have gotten used to it from the movies that you have seen so that is why the garbage from the garbage can is very very uh, toxic for us because it basically gets us used to having negative human emotions as basic human emotions but that is not true our basic human emotions should always be love and kindness and uh, happiness in our life that should be the main focus of being alive as a human and yes i can also speak from experience it's very easy to say this out loud it's very difficult to live this uh, into reality uh, because of uh, the current situation that of course we are under but also the emotional stress that we uh, encounter as humans so i'm not going to say it's going to be easier in the future for you and me but what i'm saying is that if i focus on what makes me happy and content in life and of course um well very aware of it has to be have to do with uh, positive human emotions not from the garbage can well then i can better my opportunities at least uh, my chances 
of having so much happiness in my life that I can withstand whatever comes our, my way. And I will also highly suggest to you do the same. That is also why I make this podcast, because I know that if I have an off day, I can actually uh, or at least try to talk my way into a more positive state of mind, into a mind or a state of mind where I feel uh, a certain amount of joy and happiness within me, and I know that it can... Um, can basically rub off on other human beings that I meet because we tend to rub off on each other's feelings. If a person is sad and uh, not so happy, you could be affected by their emotions by also being uh, this way, but you could also pull that person out of their mindset into a more beautiful, uplifting mindset. It is up to us as humans, of course. Uh, we need to um, try as good as we can to not be drawn into negative human emotions, but actually try as good as we can to uh, pull other people um, in a more positive direction, in a more uplifting direction. Because let's face it, life is filled with challenges and ups and downs and bumps in the road. But these ups and downs and bumps in the road can actually also teach us something. It can teach us that these bumps can actually be like, I will not say building blocks, but it can be like a, a trampoline. When you jump very high, you also get very low on the trampoline. But you know that the trampoline is going to uplift you again. It's going to lift you up further. So if we look at life like a little bit of a trampoline, we know there's ups and downs, but we also know that if we persist, if we just stay on the same spot when we jump, we are also going to be uplifted. Not meaning that we as humans, we should stay in the same negative state of mind, but we should be aware of the fact that if we do not stay in this negative human emotional um, burden, you could call it, or bubble, then it is going to, there's going to be light at the end of the tunnel or it's going to lift us up eventually. But we have to have something to lift us up, so to speak. That is the elasticity of the trampoline. So life is filled with elasticity, filled with um, energy that pulls us, or tries to pull us in the direction of more happiness in our lives. We simply just need to find it. We simply just need to, when we get rid of the garbage from the garbage can and start meditating, we need to focus on what pulls us in the direction of happiness. And it is um, different from human to human, but of course there's also some similarities. And it, it is these similarities that can... 
get us into a state of mind where we have a certain amount of happiness in order for us to resist or withstand uh, anything that life may throw us throw at us. So emotionally, we need to become strong, of course. And of course, I can talk about this for many hours, but I know I also have to live it. I also have to take my mind back to myself. I need to decide which thoughts do I want to have. Do I want to have beautiful, uplifting thoughts about myself and others? Thoughts of happiness and joy? Or do I want to have negative thoughts about myself and others? That is up to me. I cannot decide for you and you cannot decide for me. That's why it's very important that we decide for ourselves exactly what uh, we want our outcome to be. And of course, as I explained in the beginning, uh, the outcome should be happiness. So uh, happiness in life can come from within. We can work within uh, with the meditation. But we should also be aware of the fact that we cannot just simply sit on our backsides in order for us to feel happy. We need to get out into the world where we can meet other human beings like-minded. And our happiness can actually also benefit them. And their happiness can also benefit us. So we have to realize that uh, we cannot live in this uh, bubble of isolation. We need to have a smile on our face when we walk out the door. We need to have a certain amount of happiness in order for us to attract uh, other human beings that also perhaps also search for happiness outside. Perhaps human beings that you meet are actually also in the process of uh, finding themselves or meditating on their own happiness. And now they just need to be uh, someone outside in society who simply just confirms that they are not alone in the search for happiness. So a, a simple smile can help a great deal, more than we might even imagine. So let our light shine or let our happiness shine so other people can see that we are, in fact, humans that show uh, human emotions or positive human emotions like happiness. Because when I walk out in society, it is not so good. A lot of people, you can actually start to feel their negative emotions. It's very, it's more easy for me to feel uh, negative human emotions from other people when I have worked with myself for a couple of years now uh, into a more positive mindset of happiness. When you as human 
you pull away from the negative human emotions or the garbage can also and do not allow yourself to be affected by it, then you are emotionally further away from the negative human emotions. That is why it is also more easy for you to realize them, so to speak, because other people you might meet have actually just gotten used to feeling uh, their own sadness, so to speak. So you as a human being have a possibility or a probability of actually being a person in the world that can make a difference in other people's lives. You can actually be a person that provides other people with happiness and joy. You could actually be a person who shows human uh, emotions uh, and feelings towards other human beings in a positive way. Like the merciful Samaritan, we do not really need to go out into the extreme in order for us to show love and kindness to other human beings. It was an extreme example, of course, of, of the merciful Samaritan, because it was concerning a person who fell um, badly wounded from robbers and he was lying in the ditch or got a gutter and uh, left uh, for half dead. And it was only when the merciful Samaritan came by and showed him mercy and affection that you as a human being were moved by the story. You were also moved, but in a negative way, by the priest and uh, as, uh, another person who simply just walked away feeling disgusted by the man who was lying in the gutter. So you wanted to be, and I wanted to be, like the merciful Samaritan. But we should not really only use uh, this when we uh, see another person <laughs> who needs our help very badly. We should also see it in society when we meet other human beings. But we human beings, as I've been explaining in the past, we have some sort of barriers. We do not really allow other people to get too close to us. And that's a bit sad. Because I know, as much as you do, that human emotions, especially the positive ones, can actually affect other human beings in a positive way. So let's focus on that instead. Let's see ourselves as tools that Jehovah God can use. Because I've been explaining many times that we human beings, we all come, I cannot really remember if I told, talked about this in this podcast. So here it goes. We human beings, all 7.8 billions of us, we come from the same place. We come from an egg and a sperm cell, which comes from an egg and a sperm cell, which comes from an egg and a sperm cell, and so forth and so on. That means that we come from something that you could place in the head of a top of a needle, but you could also place that in the head of a top of a needle. 
that's our father and mother. But you could also place that in the head of a top of a needle, that's our grandfather and grandmother, and so forth and so on. That means that we as humans come from something that is highly intelligent made, therefore there also have to be an intelligent creator behind it all. Now his name is Jehovah God, the Almighty One. We can all pray to him in the name of Jesus Christ, so we recognize the greatest sacrifice of them all. Uh, the resurrection, of course, of Jesus Christ also means that we can also, when we die, get a resurrection. And we all get this uh, resurrecting from the dead. So we should not really worry about dying, but we should worry about or think very carefully about how we spend our life. Is it spent on showing love and kindness and the pursuit of happiness, not only in our own life, but also in the lives of others? Because that is the, the, the purpose of life, the meaning of life, is to have a close and dear relationship with Jehovah God, but also with your fellow human being. So when you go out into the world, I highly suggest that you show love and compassion and kindness towards your fellow human beings. And then happiness will come to you. Happiness will grow deep inside you, and it will grow to such an extent that you will feel happiness even when you are alone at home. When you meditate, you can meditate on the positive experiences of the day, of the month or of the year, so that you remember the good positive experiences uh, that you have had in your life. And also looking at the future. It is also very important to remember that we can, as, as human beings, uh, improve our personality so much so that we can have a close and dear relationship with Jehovah God. And in that process, we are going to grow even more deep in love with uh, the world and uh, especially the human beings in it. And in that process, we are going to show love and kindness. We can, o we can only show love and kindness when we are in love with uh, showing love and kindness to other human beings, meaning that we have to get our ego away from it. We have to retract our um, barriers when we meet other human beings. And this is, of course, a process that can be very difficult but I will guarantee you that it's going to benefit not only you, but also the people that you meet in the road to life. So everlasting love and kindness, that is what I recommend you spend your life on. Concentrating on what makes you happy, and especially when it comes to positive human emotions, this is what I am going to recommend to myself also, of course. It is not only you out there. I hope you have have some, some benefits of my podcast, that there was at least something that I said in my podcast that could benefit you, that could alleviate some of perhaps you, your sorrows, 
uh, in order for you to get into a more positive uh, state of mind where you can grow, where you can become stronger and more in tune with your uh, deepest inner core, which is love and kindness. So I hope you have enjoyed this podcast. I hope you love each other and are kind to one another. This is uh, Kenneth Anderson signing off. It is the 27th of uh, November 2021. The time is 0006 and it is uh, Saturday. Bye.